coming up next. Booking it continues their discussion on. On the dark sea of darkness. Everybody and welcome back to Booking. And I am your humble and eloquent host, Cooper Cobbs. And I'm joined today by my good friend Matthew Killingsworth. How you doing, Matthew? Howdy, guys. I'm doing good. Tanner, Isaiah, how you guys doing today? Yeah, we should. Uh, we should probably say that our two other friends, Matthew. I mean, sorry, Isaiah and Tanner. Sadly, they're not here today. But um, uh, yeah, yeah. They'll, they'll be here next week. I, I, I promise you that. And if not. Then it's their fault. <laughs> it's not my fault. <laughs> it is not our fault. Not. We are hey, here. Yeah, we're here. We're here talking, right? How you been doing, Matthew? I've been doing pretty good. You know, school's back in this week yeah. from our fall break. Yeah. Been keeping me busy. I also just finished this book, you know, like 10 minutes yeah, ago. Yeah, 10 minutes so. ago. <laughs> Literally. Yeah. It was really good uh, after I read the whole thing. So uh, I guess we should... I don't know. Should we talk about we got like most of the book to get through today? <laughs> yeah, so, I mean we didn't we didn't get into much of it last time, so nope. we should I guess get started. Yeah. So uh, I guess I should say what what are your you finished the book you said just a few minutes ago? What did you, yes. you think about the book as a whole? Um, overall thoughts. Revelation? Overall thoughts. Very well thought out. Very well written. Um, you know you can write well all day, but like to have the creativity to create this whole world, all the different characters with all the different names, all the different, the different names places. <laughs> yes, so many good names. Uh, and to, you know, even even beyond all just the setting, creating the story uh, where, you know, I love stories where, you know, it starts off just like a story of just what's happening and then like there's different things that kind of confuse you and then close to the end or you know you know the second half of the book it all starts coming together yeah. and then it just makes sense and that ended up happening the second half of this book which made it a lot more enjoyable overall for me nice so yeah. uh, what do you think about just the uh, revelation at the end and stuff like that um it was it was uh it was interesting it, you know you figured out a lot of stuff and I was like, geeking out about it. Yeah, uh, you uh, famous. <laughs> I was like, oh, no way. You uh, he's the uncle. <laughs> <laughs> you're like famously or uh, soon to be famous. You uh, said that no, the name was was their dad, um, but you actually found out that it was the Anira <laughs> oh, King. What do you uh, yes. what you think about that? <laughs> yes. Well, uh, <laughs> not who I thought it was. <laughs> Uh, yeah. If you guys remember last week, I I just started spitting out different characters, guessing if they were gonna be the dad, cause I kind of wanted to know. Yeah, but but, <laughs> you failed miserably. Yes. Uh, but yeah. So I really like it too. Obviously, like I said last week, I think it's great. Um, I have one more question, kind of before we dive in. What do you think about like the allegory of it all, like relating it, like the maker and stuff like that, to uh, oh, Christianity? like to Christianity. Yeah. Um, I thought, I thought it was, um, well thought out. Yeah, in terms of, like, what? Yeah, it was, it was a little weird for me at first, and it was kind of part of the reason I didn't like it at first, was, like, there's the two people at the beginning, which were obviously supposed to be Adam and Eve, but then they, I felt like the first time I read it, when I couldn't get through, like, the first few chapters, I, I kind of just felt like it was taking stuff from the normal world 
and just trying to change the name of everything and drove me crazy. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Like dim potatoes. Yes. Potatoes. <laughs> yeah. Potatoes. Yeah, I yeah. think instead of just call them tomatoes, man. Just yeah. Come on. But then they had like they had dogs and horses and like had some normal stuff, but then they just had like maggot loaves and yeah, it's it's yeah. <laughs> any random thing. Yeah, it's, you know, I mean, so. it's, it's, it was it's cool, but it's weird. I I did like the cave blats though. Oh, that yeah. was kind of funny. Yeah. Um, I going back to kind of the allegory. I think that if we asked Andrew Peterson, hey, is this like an allegory for like the gospel or something? He would say no. Right, but you can obviously tell that Dwayne and Gladys, like you said, are meant to be Adam and Eve, and that the Maker, pretty obviously, you know, God. Yeah. And then Anira, it's it's, it's kind of similar to Israel, right? So you right. can kind of, you know, see the allegory, even if it's not like an allegorical you know, story. I actually kind of always thought of Anira as America, just like on the other side of the sea. Huh. Yeah. Yeah, it's gonna know. get burned down by some nameless evil, and then. <laughs> Donald Trump's gonna have to go live. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> that's that's funny. That's kind of funny though. So I guess we should dive in. We've got a lot of ground to cover. I'm looking at right. it, and we have like I don't know, like five sevenths of the book to go. So let's. Oh yeah, let's, let's get to it. Let's get to it. So we let it kind of left off the Dragon Day Festival, that kind of stuff. You know, mm-hmm. what do you think about the sea dragon scene in the beginning? Was it kind of a beautiful description? Was it great? Did you and you had something to read? What do you think about it? Yeah, it was it was good. It was a good description of that part, and um, I was kind of interested about it about like what sea dragons were because they talked about it like the whole book leading up to that point, and they were like, "This is the best day of the year. It's all about the sea dragons yeah. and everything. And it's like the festival." And um, then they didn't get to go to it, and I was kind of disappointed. I was like, "I wanted to know what sea dragons were," but then I thought it explained it pretty well. You know, they talked about or he talked about how they couldn't fly, but, uh, you know, they came up once a day, and or once a year, sorry, once a year, on one day a year, and sang for all the people, um, and all the people would gather at the cliffs to listen to them, and it was like a song of hope, kind of a little rebellious thing against the fangs, but all the fangs hated the dragon's uh, noise. You should probably say the fangs, and, they, don't, they don't like music, like, at all song yeah they basically are like completely contrary to everything right they hate everything that is likable and they like everything that's disgusting <coughs> Maggot <likeable. little. coughs> yes literally everything they eat is so gross yeah i mean you learn more but about actually i really beaten too it's kind of disgusting <laughs> i also this is random but i really liked the chapter about the maggot loaf i don't yeah. know why it's like, oh, it was just I, funny I, like i really enjoyed reading about maggot loaf. yeah i know it was like I think it would have been fun to try and make the grossest thing possible and see them eat it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, did you have, did you have something to read or was that? Oh, uh, no, I can. Uh, no, okay. I don't. All right. I turned to the chapter, but I never found the part that I was looking for. Yeah. So, kind of move along a little bit, you know. The yoga bees get captured by the things because they had a little. They had a little. Oh, wait, we skipped from, something. We though. What do you want to talk about? Yes. Well, at. Uh, after they start, after the dragon started singing, Lily, oh, yeah, who right. is Janner's younger sister, also started singing. At which point, the dragon stops singing and look up to her in awe and uh, watch her sing. Which I I always wondered about this after. What did all the other people who were watching the dragons yeah, they like, do? Like, what are the dragons were th- Yeah, because they, they they just like see the dragons start looking somewhere else yeah, and I don't start know. like. 
Yeah, I don't know. It was interesting. Yeah. I think it's a cool scene, though, when she does yeah. that. I think it's powerful. And it also connects to a lot of other stuff in the book about how she's really, like, she has a thing for animals, I guess you could say. Mm-hmm. And she always, she's really good at communicating with animals and, like, uh, making them trust her and stuff like that. And other people she finds out later. We'll talk about that later, yeah. though. So, they get captured, right? But even in the jail cell, they, they don't know what's going to happen to them, right? They're like, we could be taken to Throg. Yeah, Fort yeah so basically they had... They're, Everyone knew in the town of or in the yeah town of Glipwood that when you were in the jail, either two things could happen: you could be taken by the black carriage, which was like the worst possible thing ever, and you were taken to what's that place called? Fort Lamondron. Like some, yeah, Fort Lamondron. However you say that, and um, that that was like the worst thing imaginable, and like that was just like scary for everybody. And then um, the other option was just to get you know beat up really bad, and then let go i guess but they got, they lucked out and neither thing happened to them because their mom nia came in and uh gave uh who they give commander norm who ran the jail they gave him some jewels which were actually the jewels of anira and no um, no they're not they weren't well like they're jewels from anira but they're not did you not get it? The Igabees are the jewels of an era. Oh, massive spoilers. The, but they, the children, they were jeweled. Yeah, I no, know. But they, yeah, I know. Oh, okay. but oh, yeah. She didn't give them... Right, yeah. right. Anyway. She gave them... Okay, anyways. So I'm kind she of... She gave them... Yeah, go ahead. She gave them jewels that were from Anira, Like, like physical, right. like... Yeah, jewels. And, um... So he let them go, and she promised to make him a meal every week. And so um, he ended up letting them go. Right. But and so I'm kind of focusing on, like, when they're in the jail cell, you know. Um, I think Daniel and Tina are talking, and they were like, remember what Grandpa said, ships and sharks, there's always a way out, right? Yeah. Do you think that that's right? Do you think there's always a way out? I don't know. Um, yeah, I think I agree with that. It's just there's also always a price, so mm. if, you know, sometimes the price is high to get out. But yeah. I think there's definitely always a way. Well, what about the pit and the pendulum? Was there a way out of that? Yes, it was a French commander guy <laughs> that opened the wall. That's right. <laughs> we won't talk we'll about talk, that. We'll talk, yeah. <laughs> so, you know, you, you mentioned kind of Nia, you know, she comes and, like, rescues them. Right. Yeah. What would you have done if your kids had almost died or being attacked by venomous monsters? <laughs> uh, giving them whatever they wanted to set them free. Yeah, but, like, attacked. Like, how angry would have been? What would you have done? Kind of reacting like, to that. Oh, how angry would I have been? Yeah, true. Well, I would have been really angry if, you know, I would have been angry <laughs> no matter who they attacked. But if it was my own kids that they attacked, then... Like, would you, like, I I was, go, like, break down the jail and chop off a few things or dust them, you know? I probably would, because I'd probably, you know, take the poto route oh, of action yeah. oh, more. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> Nia was, I was kind of impressed. She was way more calm about it, and she knew that that would just make it worse if she did that. So she made Poto stay home, right. and she just, you know, went calmly and, you know, acted all civil and got them out, which was smart, but I don't think I would have been able to do that. Mm-hmm. 
Well, the next chapter is Secrets and Cheesy Chowder. What do you think about the chapters this book? <laughs> Think those are they're, they're chapter titles? Some of them are some of them are pretty good. Yeah. Some of them are not so great. I I don't like saying cheesy chowder. I don't know. Really? I just don't like that. Yeah. It's just weird. I like saying cheesy chowder. Cheesy. <laughs> I don't know. That's me. But you know, I think this is you know it's obviously like you said it's, uh, <laughs> it, it's written for kids, right? Right. I think this is like the like they're made to be read aloud. I think. That you get more into these reading them aloud as a family That's true. and stuff like that, and I think that a lot of the stuff is fun to say. Yeah, I think right. that kids would really love just hearing secrets and cheesy chowder or something like that. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah. Do you think that you have gotten more out of this at having it read aloud to you, or do you think you got more out of it just reading it by yourself? I don't know that it would make a difference. I haven't been read aloud to in so long. Or, like, had something read aloud to me, so... Teardrop. I'm just used to reading it by myself. Yeah. Yeah. Well, here we are. Tink is, of course, doing something stupid, and Jen is like, oh, dang, I have to go, go follow Tink, right? How many times have you right. followed a younger sibling into something dangerous? Zero? Seriously. What, what do you mean? I don't know, just... Like, let's say you're a... Yeah, you're I mean, a, zero. You say you're a younger brother, or one, both of them. All three of them, they uh, went out and like did something dangerous, and you followed them instead of telling your parents, or like went with them or something. That ever happened yep, to zero you? times. Really? No, has that happened to you? No, <laughs> I don't oh. know. I wrote the question down. <laughs> I was like, you were like, you were so shocked when I said no. I was yeah. like, dude, That's, I didn't do it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hypothetically, would the experience have brought you closer or farther apart? Probably closer. Why? Because we'd be united to keep the secret against our parents, and um, <laughs> we would have just been through a lot together. So Yeah, that's nice. What do you think about, I don't know, just let's talk about like the things for a little bit. What do you think about the things, just All overall? Right. So... When I first, like, I think the first chapters where they're described, or maybe the second one, it's talking about the carriage and everything, is when they're first described. And they were way different in my head than when I finally saw a picture of them. Yeah. They're basically, like, lizards. Like, literally just lizards. Um, but, like, as far as, like, how they act and stuff, I think they're... Um, Crap, I just lost my train of thought. Hold on. <laughs> I think they're kind of disgusting is the best word, mm. I think, to use there. Because, like, just everything, including, like, what they eat and what I already talked about. But, like, also just, they're just gross. And, they, and they're also just evil, too. They're just cruel. Because they don't let anyone else have weapons, and they make them go through like crazy amounts of work just to get a tool to work for one day, and they just overrun everything, and they're even mean to each other. Yeah. yeah. What do you think? They just have. They also just have a really different way of thinking about things than normal humans. Like, just how their mind works and their different ranks and things. And, like, they're, how they're always thinking about, um, you know, people in charge of them, I guess. 
like there's that one chapter when all the different commanders had to go to general cracks castle and talk to him and like give reports and things and there was just a lot in that chapter about how they're always you know wanting to be higher up and what they have to do to get there and how they hate everyone below them in rank and stuff like that yeah what do you think about like the things turning to dust and all that what do you think the symbolism was behind that I don't know. So, <laughs> like, uh, let me tell maybe... you, I'm gonna kind of, okay, so I'm not gonna, like, spoil anything, but I'm gonna tell you something, so. You realize, you realize we've kind of already spoiled, like, the yeah, first time. Yeah, whatever, whatever. The, <laughs> the uh, no, 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 I'm talking, I'm talking to you, though, not to a listener. Oh, okay. So, basically, in the second book, you find out how the, the thing, oh. the things are made, and they're actually humans being melded with, like, animals. But in That's order disgusting. for the melding process to happen, it's 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 a bit it's more complicated than this. But basically, they have to. I thought they were just a species. No, they have to want the uh, power that Nag the Nameless can give them. Right? They have to huh. basically sing a song that creates the melding process. Right? That's so weird. And so they have to give themselves to the power, and then when they're killed, they're dusted. Right? They fall into dust, and they fall into dust because. The power is empty. Like, the power that gave them their power is empty. The the search for power, the hunt for power is empty, right? Okay. What do you think about that? I guess that makes more sense if you've read the second book. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, definitely. But I just thought it was really cool to see that kind of symbolism. Kind of like talking yeah. about the allegory before of just the, 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 the things turning to dust after they die. Just because... They're they're empty, you know. Also, I guess it shows that they are human. Yeah. Because humans turn to dust when they die. What? What? I said it shows that they are human because humans, humans don't, turn to dust don't when they, they die. Turn to dust? Humans? Yeah. yeah. What do you mean? Like when we die, we're gonna. Yeah, but like turn over a process that takes like several years, right? Right. Yeah, but they die like instant. Like it's it's more of a symbol, I guess. I don't know. Um, okay. I was, well, so it's kind of reminds me of I don't know. Maybe I should say this in our Christian podcast, but uh, I was thinking about Harry Potter with this a little bit. Um, oh come on. Okay, okay, guys, listen. We've already talked. It's not like we haven't talked about Harry Potter on right, here I know. before. Guys, listen. I need you to if you, if you if you're reading Harry Potter right now, I'll cover your ears or something for the next couple minutes or not minutes, just a couple seconds. Massive spoilers ahead. So basically. When Harry, he uh, kills Voldemort, right? Voldemort's just lying there, that, like, empty nothing, right? Yep. And. That's a good example. Exactly. I was like. Because it's from Harry Potter. <laughs> it's, but he's, like, empty. His whole hunt for power was empty. Yeah. He's just yeah. a shrunken thing. And I just thought that was cool with the fangs, too. I'm not saying yeah. that he stole it from Harry Potter. No. But I just thought the symbolism was just kind of cool. Mm-hmm. So, Lily. What do you think about Lily just as a character, huh? She kind of caused like half the trouble in the book. Ah, oh, come on, man. <laughs> I mean, it's true. Just let the dog die, and then you would like none of the you would, story you would, would have happened. Okay. Maybe it's a bad example, but you would let your dog die over. You would let this little thing kill your dog. Probably not. Yeah. But that's I'm saying not something for your a dog little too. girl. <laughs> no, I'm I'm not a little girl who has a 
messed up leg. Yeah. I don't know. I like I like that scene. I was like, yeah, she's not really let her dog die for anything. I thought that was yeah. kind of Anyway. I mean, it shows she was tough and, right. you know, kind of uh, played along with her character. Yeah, but, like, she even has compassion for the guy who's trying to stab her dog, right? Slarp. Yeah. I, I mean, how hard do you think it would have been to have compassion for someone like Slarp? For her, it wasn't hard because I was just who she was. Yeah, but for you. Uh, pretty hard. Yeah. What do you think would happen if Lily like, had a chance to show kindness to Slarp? Do you think it would have changed anything? Do you think it's possible for things to change? I think... I, I haven't read the other books, but I feel like that might be something that happens eventually. I don't know. I could see her um, eventually... I don't want to say taming, but like kind of taming a thing... You know, because, I don't know, she was really good. She tamed the dog. She tamed Nugget. And she ended up, um, I don't want to say taming because he's human, but, like, connecting, I guess, with um, Pete, the sock guy. Right. And because, even though he was, like, the crazy guy that nobody got along with, she got along with him. She was just, like, really good at getting along with people and animals. Yeah. Um, well, um, we're almost done. Gosh, it's going to be a little shorter. Um, we're almost done. Yeah. I think there's, I guess there's kind of a lot to talk about, huh? Well, I don't know. Um, do you have anything you want to talk about? I had, I didn't have anything to like the end of the book. Um, let me see here. I'm flipping through. Oh, well, Dude, we never even talked about Ankle Jelly Manor at all. Yeah, well, uh, that was kind of like the uh, sibling experience kind of thing. What, 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 do you, uh, what do you think about Ankle Jelly Manor? Oh, I, I don't really understand the purpose of it in the book. I think it was kind of more of like a, uh, kind of like bon- wait, just you're planning for just a, show. yeah. Okay, yeah, just like a bonding experience between them. Yeah, I mean, the for the plot purpose, yeah, and the end of the book, like we're gonna talk about. Just kind of having yeah. a safe house. What do you think about the uh, water from the first well? The water? I mean, the first well, you know. You know, the the flask that Pete carries around that saves a dog and stuff like that? Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, how did he even get that? Uh, you'll find that out later. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's something I don't want to spoil. <laughs> I was like, I wasn't, I mean, the concept of that, the water, um, is like not crazy once you've read most of this book, you yeah. know, because it's kind of just like expect anything in this world that we're reading about, but um, that's what I wondered. It's like, how'd this guy get it? Yeah. But also it was kind of like, he has to be someone special and relevant now. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, I thought it was kind of cool. I mean, yeah, it's, it's a tiny bit of a ripoff of, like, the Eden tree or something like that. You yeah. Know? But I don't know. I thought it was pretty cool. I One of my favorite characters, though, is, I guess, you know him as Pete the Sock Man, but Artham, Wingfeather. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I think I'll talk about it more on an Earth Beaten episodes, but I, I, I just really like his character. I like the Throne Warden, just being character, kind of being the oldest, you know, just always looking out for my... Younger siblings and stuff like that. Um, what what do you think How? about the uh, monarchy system of Venera, though? Like, um, 
warden and the song maiden and the king and stuff like that. It sounds kind of old-fashioned. <laughs> mm-hmm. Why? But, I don't know, it just sounds like uh, old time like knights and kings and type of thing warden i've never heard that word no but like just like, like the like the system you know i don't really get what you're asking like the the uh, you know the oldest is the guardian of the king oh well that also kind of sounded like that but oh the, yeah well it was just i guess their way to do it yeah they're like, like it was to pre- prevent jealousy from like the younger kid you know, uh, yeah. and I was like, what about the other kid? Like, yeah, like, I would be jealous if I was, yeah, yeah. I don't know. But I, thought it was I guess it's, in, it is interesting though. Cause yeah, like, like you were saying, if you're the oldest, then it's kind of your job to protect the younger siblings, which is what Janner did. Oh, what? That makes sense. But like, you know, that's, Janner, that's why, that's why Janner's protection of them was such a common. Yes, you know, exactly. Like, like thing, even throughout I never court. put that together until right now. <laughs> just you just finished the book a few minutes ago. That's okay. But like throughout the course of like the entire saga, like y- yeah. you you know, like it's just 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 the theme of brotherly love and stuff like that. And it's really yeah. kind of like cool. That makes so much sense now. All right, anything else to talk about? Um. Well, I guess should we talk about before we get into the second book next week? Should we? You know, just explain the end, kind of, and what they find out and everything. You know what? No. Hey, guys, listen up. It, this is a great saga. We normally do, like, some sort of, um, you know, kind of summary. I really highly encourage you to go read these as a family or read these together. Or Andrew Peterson, he's going to start reading these October 19th on, like, Facebook Live and on YouTube. Well, is he reading these or is he reading Oh, the you're right. He's reading, the, uh, he's reading the last two. W- if you go on YouTube, though, you can find right. his readings of the first couple. Yeah, highly um, recommend you listen to those. Yeah. Um, I, I don't think we're going to give a summary on here, but I don't know. I highly recommend them. Some of my favorite read-alouds that we've done. I guess we should donor shout-outs now, huh? Yep. All right. How do you want to do it? we got to think of some fun way. Okay, I'm going to give you the donor, and then you say what character they would be on the edge of the dark sea of darkness, Okay. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, I see his grandparents. <laughs> uh, I'll, how about the... Top of your head. Top of my head. King and Queen of Anira. Nice. How about that? Who are they? Like, give me some names. I don't know their names. <laughs> um... Isaiah's uncle. Um, Isaiah's uncle is Slarb. <laughs> nice. Uh, <laughs> Nana. Oh, uh, how about Nia? Oh, nice. Sounds pretty close. Van Pappy and Waylo. Um, Van Pappy can be Poto. Uh, Wayla can be the, oh, what's his name? Oscar Retap. What? what? Uh, why name. is she a boy? Because well, I can't think of any other just, girls. Just give Poto, just give him Poto's wife. Uh, you know. Oh, okay. Wendelin. Poto's wife, but she died. Yeah, whatever. It doesn't matter. Okay. <laughs> You're not gonna die, Will. I promise. Okay. <laughs> uh, who else do we have? Uh, Lizzie. Lizzie. Um. What's her name? Lily. What about Becky? Zaya's sister. Uh, are there any other girls in the book? <laughs> 
<laughs> she can be the sea dragon. Okay, nice. <laughs> nice. I'm sure she'll love that. All right, buddy. Thank you so much for listening. Matthew, if they want to do a shout-out, what do they want to do? Well, you know, you go to patreon.com forward slash it and sign up for any of our five different donor tiers. Four, actually. That's okay. Four different donor tiers. Yeah. Uh, and um, any any of them include the shout-out. And if you sign up for the $10 or higher, then you get a bonus episode every single month, which we've been doing The Giver recently, and then we're going to get into some um, extra yep. special books this next month. But, uh, yeah, links included in the description below. Please just give up one Starbucks trip a month just to support us maybe $5 a month. Um, if you can't yep. do that for whatever reason, please rate and review us in your favorite podcasting app. Make sure you subscribe. Extremely grateful. Yep, don't miss it on North of Beaten coming out next week. And until yep. next time. Keep on booking it.